2: The following content is not suitable for children.
0: George, we're going to talk about yin and yang and how these both add to our sexual experience and how we have both inside. I like it. Welcome to Foreplay Radio, Couples and Sex Therapy. I'm Lori Watson, your sex therapist.
1: And I'm George Fallon, your couples therapist.
0: And we are passionate about talking about sex and helping you develop a way to talk to each other.
1: Our mission is to help our audience develop a healthier relationship to sex that integrates the mind, the heart, and the body.
0: So, Foreplay Radio is our Instagram handle: Foreplay underscore Radio Sex Therapy. And the reason we're actually our icon now is just Foreplay Couples and Sex Therapy. We've dropped radio essentially, but I wanted to tell the story about why we started with radio. I. I was a sex therapist kind of Q&A person on the local station. It was with a shock jock, so it was always a lot of fun. And the station called me and offered me a spot, a 30-minute spot right before the UNC Chapel Hill football games and basketball games. That They kind of had this blank. And so we did some recording, and quite frankly, it was not very good. And we submitted it to them right before we were signing, and the legal department said, oh, no. We cannot air this stuff. Like, parents are going to be driving their kids to the game. They're going to be listening to this station. We cannot do this. And it was about, I mean, I was ready to go on air. I had announced it all over Facebook. I was so excited. And they pulled it like the day before. So I I was a little embarrassed that I had made this big announcement and stuff. And that was our name, foreplay before the game, right? So it was after that that you know I decided you know forget it maybe radio is not the venue that I'm going to do so I just decided I'd podcast and that was how the idea of the podcast was born and our name but it was a radio show so it was foreplay radio gotcha sex therapy I
1: never knew that Lori yeah that's a great story look how uh,
0: <laughs> look at how God football, had different
1: plans here for you football it's
0: always... and foreplay all went together man. <laughs> George's is a big football That's fan. That's pretty so.
1: cool. That's pretty cool. Well, the radio's loss is our game.
0: Exactly. So... And well, now that's... we're number we're number four on iTunes, so thank you everybody for spreading the word. We would love for you to join us on Instagram at 4Play underscore Radio Sex Therapy, and we would love it if you would share us with a friend.
1: We hit number two, right, last week? And we
0: did. Yay! It was,
1: it was still big celebration where we hit number one, so we're not <laughs> stopping. We keep coming at them. Yes. And we also had a really hugely successful great sex day of retreat with couples. That was a lot of fun, and we could. We're going to do another one May 20th of next year, just a chance to get together and and talk to your partner and have conversations you probably never had before. Increase those levels of engagement, strengthen that emotional bond, some good stuff, really some really good transformation we saw.
0: It was good. And we're going to do it again in the spring. Okay. So yin and yang, we got to talk about what this is. Yin is supposed to be the sensual passive energy softness, slowness, intimacy. It's when we also feel emotionally connected to our partner, that's yin energy. And obviously we need this to reach secure attachment because secure sexual attachment means both having pleasure and having connection.
1: I love that word receptive, that this this yin energy is so willing to kind of give but it needs to receive first to give right and that 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 look into to merge and th- mm-hmm. th- yeah it's really important
0: mm-hmm. it's also i think the side of sexuality where we we let our partner touch us we let our partner give to us like you're saying and so many times i think we're so we get so concerned about our partners experience that we don't sink into that place of just feeling and mm-hmm. letting ourselves be touched, which can, that's the yin energy is just sinking into it.
1: And it's willing to react, right? It's, it's, you have to kind of surrender to allow that process to unfold, right? It's not driving the process. It's going to mm-hmm. adjust to the energy, the, the yang coming at you. So that's, mm-hmm so important to keep that balance and we all do some of both but i love starting off with just uh you know how important this is
0: right in energy we also need emotional connection to lead us to sexual connection so the starting place for yin energy is emotional connection
1: so it's going to be more concerned with safety and a slower pace and a build-up and a foreplay like all that's going to be so important to, to honor that yin energy.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
1: All right. So how about the yang?
0: So the yang energy, though, is sexually aggressive energy. You know, it's dominant, it's powerful, creative, it's hot, hard, and strong. I mean, I think Ooh. we probably think more of male energy this way, but the point of... This idea is that actually women have this part inside themselves as well, and men have absolutely men have yin energy inside themselves, so this is the part that might take the lead, initiate sex, it gives us it kind of empowers us to initiate sexually.
1: It's so important. I love how you said it. We both, we all have both. Sometimes we just throw into these general categories, well, men have testosterone, they're the ones that initiated aggressive women are receptive. No, we all have some of both, mm-hmm. right? And just to appreciate the yang energy that somebody has to initiate, that this this powerful force that's willing to risk and mobilize and put it into action, like that's, that's good stuff, right? It it's, is.
0: Yes, it's good stuff. Strong, hard, fast. What did you say there, Lori? Those are good words. <laughs> Hot, hard, and strong. Oh right. Wow. <laughs> it is good. You know, and this is the the energy that causes us to seek freedom, that has you know, really takes our own pleasure. I, I think there's a concept that um, Bader, he's a he's a writer about male sexuality. He wrote a book called Male Sexuality, Why Women Don't Understand It. And he has this concept of ruthlessness, which I think corresponds with Yang energy, and it means you know, that for a minute, we can become selfish, we can take, we can sort of enter our own pleasure without worrying about hurting or rejecting the other person. We, we actually use their body with the full sense that they want us to use their body. It's that kind of hot energy. Well, I think
1: we could change some of the words: ruthlessness and use, selfish. They're all kind of some negative words. There's something really healthy about just being comfortable with what you need and going for it, Mm -hmm. right? And that you're—that's okay. That's actually a healthy thing. There's not something wrong or bad about it.
0: I don't think there's something wrong with use and ruthlessness.
1: (laughs) For some people, that's a turn on, right? Be more ruthless. Some of us, I think, there's such respect in couples that you know it can kind of.
0: I think Snuff it can, out go, go, this flat. It can yeah, go flat. It right. can go flat. You know, like I think that's the point of the word ruthlessness is it's the part that doesn't get so afraid that your partner is going to be offended. And, and this is by mutuality. I mean, it's not something that you're literally using your partner. You're using them for the moment. And that, Without that energy, I think this is a problem, right? If we are always doing it with more yin energy, I mean, that's that's going to fall flat for a lot of people, for men and women. Yep. I mean, even women, George, who tell me they're low desire and they have refused their partner a lot. And then he basically gets gun shy about initiating... And she'll say to me, you know, he's essentially, he doesn't have any energy. When he approaches me and he tries to seduce me, it's yin energy. It's too soft. I'm like, girl, you shut him down so much. You know, no kidding, you know, because he's tentative and he's given up that yang energy that would actually now sway the day.
1: It's so important to figure out how to help people who have been shot down tap into their yang energy, right? Because you're right. It's there, but they've the rejection causes them to act more from a yin place right it's tentative and it's passive and it's it's indirect signals and that's that's the yin partner needs the yang energy to kind of get lit up and yet you have two yin energies that kind of dance with each other and it just it comes across as flat
0: right if that's a regular pattern i mean i can imagine that pattern working sometimes right the sweetness of just rolling to each other and it's kind of soft gentle sex that's that's cool but all the time, oof, not enough energy. Yes,
1: and I don't know. I I'm getting more comfortable with your ruthless word. I mean, I'm trying to. My brain is changing it to like authentic or assertive. But I I like the idea that to harness that power, you really gotta feel entitled to it, right? Mm-hmm. That you know that it has value that you want to be able to act on it so Mm -hmm.
0: I I think you're right I mean to be a little anxious about the words aggression and ruthless in this climate I mean we're not talking about somebody taking sex or being sexually aggressive with a partner who doesn't want that you know Mm -hmm. we're not we're not talking about that we're talking within committed coupleship within a relationship that we're trying to create hot sex I mean, you can't have hot sex, I don't think, without Yang some of the time, maybe much of the time.
1: So how do we help people get more of this balance to actually do that inventory? Like what kind of energy am I at? And is this working or do I need to adjust? I think it's flexibility, right? The more flexible we are, the the better success we're going to have.
0: Right. So what do we do if Yin energy is down and Yang energy is up? Basically, Yang energy is going to want to go right for the genitals, right? That's going to be a grab. It's, they're really going to be direct about what they're feeling and what they're wanting. You know, and this person, when they're in Yang energy, they are, you know, stimulated from the bottom up. They are in touch with their genitals, with their sexual desire, and maybe already thinking about what they want to do. So they've got mental stimulation, fantasies, their erotic thoughts are high you know that's when yang is up and and maybe it doesn't matter quite as much then for yin they're not necessarily needing the the softness of connection first because their body is telling them this is this is important this is how i'm going to get connected is with yang energy but let's say yin is up then maybe if our yin energy is up we actually do need that warm up time mm. um that connection this is the time when the American date night works well is, you know, you dress up, you shower, you powder up, you know, and and it's like, you're going to go out to dinner and have that nice long time to connect and feel, you know, your partner's emotional energy and interest. And that's so exciting. And that then maybe starts the whole thing for a person who has yin energy, but it's, it's a slower pace. It's more of an emotional connection. I just think You know, many times, especially in our work, we try to get people to have emotional connections so that then they'll feel that sexual connection. But if you're a person who dominantly has yang energy, we're going to miss them.
1: That feels pretty important. I think we should talk about that after break and come back to that. Okay. Lori, really excited about the Success and vulnerability Project where you're really pushing the leading edges of therapy and breaking down the process and in moments, session by session, choice points. Why does this work? What intervention are you using? If it works, what do you do next? I mean, this is the next level for therapists. If you want to up your game, you want to see real clinical examples. You want to break down the process. You want demonstrations. You want teaching. I mean, it's all there. Really exciting, good stuff.
0: It is. I love it. I listen to the new modules repeatedly. It's great information. I'm learning, you know, still in the process, and it is good. I love what you guys do teaching and the demonstrations. They're fun. They're funny. And they're really helpful to my work. So this is training for therapists. If you'd like this training, go to successinvulnerability.com. It's all one word, successinvulnerability.com.
2: Speaking with certified sex therapist Lori Watson from Awakening Center for Couples and Intimacy. Lori, what is an intensive?
0: So an intensive is 12 to 14 hours of therapy all in one weekend. And it's a way to really make fast progress on an issue that you've been stuck in. Maybe it's a sexual issue or a relationship issue. People will fly in maybe on a Friday and we'll do three hours usually, get them acclimated, kind of set a direction. And then on Saturday, we usually do four or five hours and Sunday morning four or five hours as well. Compared to weekly therapy, I mean, there's just so much more you can get done when you have a chunk of time. How do people know
2: if an intensive will help them?
0: I do an initial hour interview to make sure that the candidate is suited for that kind of deep, long work. And also to make sure that I'm the right person. And for the record, if you don't choose to come in and see me, then you don't have to pay for that hour.
2: Overcome the challenges in your relationship and your sex life. Learn more about Intensives and Awakening Center's other services at AwakenLoveAndSex.com.
0: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage... All the way to the we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer.
2: Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must-not-take-yourself-too-seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey... (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
1: So, Lori, as we're trying to open space for the yin and the yang energy, I think you brought up a good point that we so focus on that emotional cycle. Mm -hmm. that yin energy that it feels safe because if you're not safe it's hard to be sexual Mm -hmm. that we often then inadvertently prioritize the importance of that emotional cycle right and then we relegate to the sidelines the importance of that sexual cycle but if you're somebody that is driven by that yang energy and sexuality is the primary way that you feel close and connected it's really important that we we prioritize that too that sexual cycle and an emotional cycle they're both really relevant. They're just in different ways for both partners. And I know you feel passionate about that. So
0: I do. And I mean, I think I'm identified as a sexual pursuer. So, you know, I've been in therapy and had therapists who, you know, one, because my gender could not recognize that I might have that sexual drive that makes me feel connected, that it's not just okay, I want to have sex so many times a week. It's like, no, this is attachment for me. This is in my body, the way I feel the very safest, the way I get safest. And, and I too feel actually more able to be emotionally vulnerable once I've had sex. So mm-hmm. I really get it. And I think that this is one thing that we teach a lot at Awakenings is if you don't start a therapy session acknowledging the yang energy in one person, that person basically gets the message, right? I'm not seen. This isn't a good thing. This isn't a force for connection. This is just all you want is sex. And I I mean, I think that that is such a negative sex message to people who feel connection in their body.
1: Absolutely. So how do we honor that is what you're saying? How do we really see that as just as valuable and important?
0: You know, well, certainly as therapists, we've got to bring up both the emotional cycle, figure out who the pursuer and withdrawer is. And in the sexual attachment cycle, we have to see that right at the beginning as well. Who is the sexual pursuer and withdrawer? Sometimes, as we've talked about, it's congruent and that's a little harder pattern when you're both. Emotionally and sexually pursuing. So that would be you. would be the emotional <laughs> that, right, I'm the tough and case. the sexual
1: pursuer.
0: Indeed. Right? Because I, I think the issue is, is it's harder to have as much empathy if your partner is also both. You, you can't see the good reasons they're withdrawing in both realms. But in most heterosexual couples, it's crisscrossed. So usually right. the male who's trained to be independent – you know celebrated when he takes care of business all by himself there's a lot of force that as we raise boys right we don't cry don't reach for the other we want men often to be withdrawers don't share your feelings i mean this is this is a problem that our culture sends these messages to men but we do often allow men to come forward sexually in fact we expect men to know how to do it sexually to kind of be the authority on our bodies even as women. I'm, gosh, what a bind, you know? And then in marriage, usually it's the female who is the emotional pursuer going for connection in that way, but pulling back sexually. And, you yeah. know, she's she's got some toxic messages going on there too. She's not supposed to know about her body, not supposed to know about her pleasure. And I think women sometimes have less power in our culture, and so they have to tune in. Really, mm-hmm. finally, to the emotional temperature of what's going on around them. Little girls learn that.
1: Anyway. And we're talking about yin and yang and keeping a balance, even with these patterns. We're never mm-hmm. just one, there's, there's fluidity and flexibility. You know, I can look at my own relationship where I am more that crisscross, right? As the emotional, I in the past was the withdrawer emotionally and sexually to pursue her. But again, Mm -hmm. I've been doing this emotional work for the last twenty years. Mm -hmm. So as I've that has shifted our dynamics a little bit. I can be more of a pursuer emotionally some of the time too. And you know, Mm -hmm. I know there are times where I'm super busy and you know, we might switch roles sexually too. So how do we continue to appreciate I have a good example. I was working with a couple, crisscross cycles where sexually she was the withdrawer and the husband was pursuer. And you know, she's wanting to initiate more, but doesn't have a lot of confidence in doing it. So her, when she taps into that Yang energy, it's more subtle, Mm -hmm. right? So she'll send a text that might be flirtatious. She sends these little signals that are really her way of accessing that Yang energy. The Mm -hmm. problem is her husband, unless it's in the bedroom, it's like, it's just he off. He doesn't mm-hmm. pick it up, mm-hmm. right? Because his Yang energy is much stronger, much more direct, much more obvious, mm-hmm. right? So he misses the signal of her Yang energy, which then does what to her, right? She gets discouraged. She gets rejected and she goes back to retreating.
0: Right, she And then says, he feels
1: like she never tries. And like, now here we are missing each other just because they didn't get the help to send clearer signals.
0: Exactly. I think especially when we're in our pursuer mode, whichever cycle we're in that we're the pursuer, it is so hard to see, the especially beginning efforts of our withdrawing partner coming toward us, that we say, that's it. You know, that's all right. you got, you know, after I've been begging for it and, and you're going to send me one little flirty text, big deal. So
1: let's seize that moment. Cause it's so important what you're saying. It's so tentative. If you're in that yin energy and you're trying to step out of it into the yang, I mean, it's a hard thing to do. I think most people in yang don't relate to it cause they're always coming from that yang place. So for them, it's obvious and you know, apparent and it's, they want big gestures. But you got to be able to put yourself in your partner's shoes when you live in receptivity and reactivity, and you're always, you're not initiating. If you're going to embrace that, it's probably going to come across tentatively and in small steps, not in big steps.
0: Oh, that's so true. Yang energy is big energy. I, I had a couple that I saw that quite a while back, and, and she really put a commitment into initiating. And so I said, what does that look like? Because he had missed it. And she said, I came upstairs, I got on lingerie, and I just said something to him like, so are you interested? And to me, that's a pretty strong initiation, right? Mm -hmm. But he said, but she didn't get in bed and she didn't start touching me. She really did not initiate it. She still left it up to me to start the touching part and the the actual aggression. And it was Mm -hmm. like, wow, you know, his yang energy was so big. For him, yang initiation was it wasn't just the suggestion it wasn't just the visual it was like she was gonna get in bed and grab him and start the whole process
1: right so how do we get him to tap into his yin energy that needs to be more patient that has lower expectations that's letting something develop to cultivate that atmosphere that's gonna really let her yang energy thrive a little bit more it has to have success right Mm -hmm. if she takes these little steps that are not acknowledged You know, she's going to go right back to that passivity.
0: Mm -hmm, Exactly. And I think the same thing with Yang energy. If if Yang energy is seen as bad somehow, as uncaring, Mm -hmm. as only about the body and not about intimacy. I mean, I would say almost every man I've ever talked to that is a sexual pursuer, I mean, yes, he wants pleasure. He wants it to be great. He wants it to be hot. And sometimes... That's what he's thinking when he initiates, but he wants intimate connection with his partner and he wants her to have a good time. It's really not selfish. And I think often yang energy, that dominance just gets labeled as selfish. So how do we receive that from yin energy so that we also celebrate it and help our partner keep that up? Because without both of these energies, sex is just not going to be as good.
1: We're back to that balance and that flexibility. And I, it's hopeful if both people have access to both energies and could like dance with each other. One can lead and one can sit back and flip roles. I mean, how cool is that? Isn't that what Peggy Kleinplatz talks about, right? Great lovers have this attunement, this ability to kind of lead and follow and to shift and to move. And I think a lot of us fall into rigid patterns. We, you know, we, we get stuck in one energy and before you know it, that's our sex life right? And, and we lose this ability. So how does everyone listen and just say, huh, I can identify more with this energy. How do I cultivate that other energy in me so I can bring more of that out? And the flip side, how do I cultivate that in my partner to not just put them into one category and think that's their destiny? No, mm-hmm. that's just the way the dynamics have played out. And if both people are intentional, they can have more.
0: Mm-hmm. I like that. That's Yang energy, by the way. (laughs) They can have more. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Bigger, hotter, better. Wait, I just want to say if Yang energy is coming at you, what do you do? What would we want to see in our partner? I I mean, I think. Duck. (laughs) Duck. (laughs) Duck. No, I want to see, you know, a partner's eyes light up, right? Like, Mm. at least don't put up the initial offense, even if the answer is no. Like, it has to go somewhere, right? It has to
1: be met. It has
0: to be met. The energy has to be met. It it doesn't always have to be met with a sexual experience, but the energy has to be met.
1: I love that. So important. I want to highlight it. That even if the answer is no, that's okay. You still got to meet the energy. You still got to be able to appreciate the risk and coming forward and trying to engage. And to be able to say, I love that. I mean- Look at look at the size of it, right? And then be able to say, and right now it's like I'm running to you know to the, my friend's house and I just can't. But when I come back later, like that 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 joining, you know, the best case scenario is you just join and you kinda have fun. But if you can't, you still can meet that person in that place and let them know that, you know, you want to, it's just not the right time for you.
0: Exactly. I love that. So yin and yang, we have both types of energy in us even if we favor as an expression one or the other we need to see our partner's energy as good as something that we need to add to the total experience right pleasure and intimacy is so important in sex and we've got to honor both the yin energy that connects us in our hearts and the yang energy that really is powerful and connects us in our body
1: Beautiful stuff. They complement each other so well. One's incomplete without the other. So let's embrace
2: both and keep it hot. Call in your questions to the 4Play Question voicemail. Dial 833-MY4PLAY. That's 833-MY, the number 4, PLAY. And we'll use the questions for our mailbag episodes. All content is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered as a substitute for therapy by a licensed clinician or as medical advice from a doctor.